0: After years of training and thousands of hours of practice, injuries can happen at any time. I once had the kneecap blow over to the side of my bowl. I, had, I think I tore the pectoral muscle completely off my shoulder. I had surgery five times, five times, five times, five times, five times in my left asshole. My tendon got torn off the bone. Johnny Knoxville hardly lift his leg anymore. With every smoke I take, my body... And my Stevo is on the line. Don't risk yours. Please smoke responsibly. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! A little yeah. stutter there, but I recovered.
1: It's all good. We got the jackass references in there since we saw the movie last night. We recommend going to see it. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But uh, welcome to another episode of High Side of the Ropes, everyone. How was your week? How was your weekend? anything special happened this weekend probably not but it's okay because you yeah, know we're here um a couple things happened in wrestling over the the course of the week first one i guess we'll start with since it's like it was kind of out of left field mm-hmm. and was kind of just like huh and that's the release of cesaro
0: yeah like when Shit. i first saw it uh i was like Wait, like seriously? Like he's gone yeah. gone? I was just like, what the like was he like was he fired? And then I started to look into it. Uh his contract expired. He only had signed a year extension instead mm. of like the multi-year deal that we had had expected from stars of his like caliber. Yeah. But no, uh basically if you guys remember like back when uh, Daniel Bryan was still like the penciler of like creative in Smackdown, uh When Brian had that amazing match with Nakamura, everybody's like, oh, is he going to have one with Cesaro? And then it came out that Cesaro hadn't signed a new deal yet. So after he had signed one, it was alluded that he wasn't put in that position because he didn't sign. So, you know, basically you're not going to get TV time unless, like, you were showing to us that you're going to still be around. So, which is a fair play on WWE's part. You know, it gives them an incentive to sign. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're, like, that set ongoing. Yep. But uh, he did resign, and we ended up seeing, like, you know, a little bit of a a push for him for a little bit. But it was just a year extension. I thought it was a multi-year deal, and it expired. But they're saying that it's not a burned bridge or a closed door. Yeah. That there's still a chance he could ink a new deal. But the deal that they did offer him was rejected.
1: Damn. Like I said, it was really out of left field. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, I thought he was going to be there for, like, at least another, like, couple years. I thought, like, you know, like I found something to do for him.
0: Yeah. Like, he had his uh, loss to Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell, and that was the last time we saw him on pay-per-view. Yeah. He did express disappointment from uh Twitter to, like, you know off of like other people's tweets and uh more specifically aimed around him not being in the rumble this year
1: yeah that was kind of a what the fuck moment yeah i
0: didn't know about that until recently uh and uh,
1: and remember remember at one point we're all sitting there like i feel like someone should be in this rumble right now and you can't figure out who it was i think it was cesaro because i don't remember seeing him in the match
0: yeah he was not
2: and the funny uh, thing is, the way I found out uh, about Cesaro's, Cesaro leaving is that I just got out of work, I went on Twitter, because I sort of do at to work, um, walking through a park, and uh, I refresh my thing, all I see is someone say that Woods is a curse, and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I keep scrolling, and I'm like, oh, that's what that means, okay, Cesaro's gone, alright, that kind of sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, Xavier Woods is the only one from Da Party in WE now, <laughs> yeah. I just feel yep. bad for him now. Hopefully, yeah. it means we get indie fucking up, up, down, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be fucking dope. Uh, but their uh, quote that was mentioned over him not resigning was reasonable disappointment. You don't say.
1: <laughs> reasonable disappointment. Yeah, I mean, I'd be disappointed too. Ugh, I mean, man. Es- essentially, essentially, they saw him as a guy. That's not big enough for the main picture, but he's got a special talent. He can swing people around 10 times. Yeah. We're going to use him for that. Yeah. That's what it ended up resulting to toward the tail end of things.
0: They see him as a good guy to have in the middle to have a good match with anybody, but they don't see him as a main eventer like we do. Mhm. But um yeah, man. It's just it's just disappointing. It because is. I really feel like uh, since he everybody made a big deal, even WWE leaned into it being a big deal of him getting his first ever singles match against Rollins at Mania, which yes. was so deserved. Yes, it, it was. It was a great match for yes, what it was. It was. The crowd was into everything and made them both like feel like it was like a main event on any so- show. It was
1: something everyone's been wanting and it fucking delivered.
0: Yeah, and, and with, more. And with that match happening. Him being left out from the Rumble, I think, is just a missed opportunity because him having that moment last year, I feel this should have been his year to win the Rumble. (laughs) Imagine that reaction we would have gotten this year instead of just the mixed, like, somewhat optimistic fans clapping while the rest of them are just, like, accepting their fate and just, like... Sitting in silence for the most part And also wondering why there's a burning fucking symbol in the sky Exactly. It
1: it, it was literally just like Okay, out of all people to fucking win this thing Why did it have to be Brock? I mean, I understand So they could do the unified shit Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand all that shit And we covered that already But it's still disappointing when you think about it
0: Yeah (laughs) Yeah, I really felt this would have been Cesaro's year
1: It should have been Honestly
0: it it really should have. Even if Him he having lost
1: a... at Mania. Even if he did lose at Mania. At least he made an event at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. And since you have, like, the multiple nights thing, which you kind of got from uh, New Japan and Wrestle Kingdom, which, honestly, the first Wrestle Kingdom night one and two that they had in, like, 2020 is god-tier pay-per-view. Yeah. It still would have given—it gives a lot of great time. Yeah To a lot of people on the card It also doesn't fatigue the hell out of everybody By having a mania go like Eight to nine fucking hours long It's not too fun live by the way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god But yeah man This should have been Their year to actually
1: This should have been the year of Cesaro
0: Yeah this really should have been the year of Cesaro Cause that match he had with Roman They, they did protect him in it They did He didn't tap He got put to sleep And yep. Roman was working over his arm To set that up Yep and it was a back and forth like exchange. Cesaro looked like he could conceivably win it at one point. Yep. And if there was a crowd there, you know that they're gonna react like he was. Yep. But yeah. Uh sad so to see him go. Uh very surprised that everybody's now just finding out about the Eddie Kingston beef and he says, I dare him to come over here. Yep. And uh now also him having the contract expire, he can go anywhere. Yeah. If there's no non compete, he yeah, could show that, up on that, dynamite that, next week. That's
1: another thing that surprised me. I'm like, he's got no non compete clause for
0: none. It, I'm it, like, because what? it expired. Uh, if they had if, if they had fired him, okay, then they can't compete for ninety gotcha. days.
1: Different rules apply. Yeah. Got it. Okay.
0: His what? deal just like expired. Good, they didn't had, like cut it. Him. They didn't cut it short. So yeah, he could show up anywhere. Claudio Castagnoli could show up like in AEW if he wants, which I kind of think it is. Yeah. I I think Eddie Kingston is just so hell bent on making his uh, actual beef into real storylines, just because like he knows the hardcore fans are gonna believe that oh, more than anything else. Because that match with Punk was eleven minutes, and that shit was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I could see him going to AEW for sure, because I think. Eddie's playing an Angle, but I want Cesaro or Claudio Castanoli. I don't know if they own the Cesaro name, so who knows? Because, like, you know, Ruby Riot like, ended up keeping the Ruby name, so he yeah, could yeah. end up keeping or he go back to Claudio, whichever. But I would love to see him in the G1.
1: That's dopey
0: shit. Get all my New Japan Claudio dream matches off the bat right now. In a single like long running tournament. Yep. Let's get Claudio versus Suzuki. Let's get Claudio versus Tanahashi. Let's get Claudio versus Tomohiro Ishii. Let's get
1: let's get fucking Claudio versus Naito.
0: Let's get Claudio versus Okada.
1: Let's do that.
0: Let's do Claudio versus Jay White, which I think would actually be a fucking killer match. It would be. I'm still waiting for Jay White versus Moxley. What the hell, New Japan?
1: I want to see Claudio versus Swerve.
0: That sounds pretty good. Right? It it, it sounds like almost like a fast-hitting version of what he had with Sami Zayn. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I'm actually very excited. Uh I don't see him penciling in a new deal cuz AEW really filled in the power vacuum that Vince created on dozens of occasions. Yep. And now everybody's seeing it as a very vi- viable alternative in a lot of ways Yes they are Because it's like everybody has looked at WWE a- now as entertainment And where you want to go to get the most money But they look at AEW now as the, the pro wrestling company
1: Exactly, the place where you go if you want to wrestle, mm-hmm. not entertain
0: yeah. No. So I could see one of those two for him And I'm very excited to see what's going to happen with him
2: We'll see man so speaking about AEW, uh there's new news on Brian Cage. Oh. So it Brian, was Brian,
1: the rage in the cage, the man. Indeed. The myth, the legend. Yes.
2: So with Brian Cage, uh I believe six days ago his contract expired. Well it would have, but he recently signed a one year extension deal, which uh Piqued my interest, because I really thought that EW was, like, done using him, because we haven't seen him on TV in months, and his wife, obviously, publicly has, like, stress or frustration about it, so, interesting turn of events here.
1: but, but here's the thing. If we're gonna flash back to that for a second. Right. Brian didn't say dick. No. His wife did all the talking. Yeah. He never really... Oh, like, he, oh, he expressed some things, but he didn't go to the full extent of what the hell it was.
0: Yeah, because like it started after he you lost know? the FTW title to Ricky and yeah. then it was just off TV for a while. Then that happened.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, I guess it's uh, it, it's pretty much, well, we know where Brian Cage stands now. Mm-hmm. He signed a new deal. He's still with AEW. It just raised a lot of confusion. I think the reason it raised a lot of confusion... Is because, one, it was Brian Cage's wife, and two, everyone was furious that Cage said, like, nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The deal he signed was a one-year extension.
2: And with him signing this one-year extension deal, it means we have one year to possibly see Brian Cage versus Adam Page versus Christian Cage versus Ethan Page in a Cage on Rampage.
0: With Diamond Dallas Page (laughs) and (laughs) the match is announced by Page! Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes. There it is.
1: But, yeah, uh good for brian Cage honestly i I don't think this is the end of him in like any sort of picture. I think eventually some angle will be worked out to where that like they can fit Cage in and just run with it because he's great at what he does, and you shows that you can literally fit him anywhere and he'll adapt,
0: yeah because originally the deal was going to expire on the 21st before he uh, opted to do a a year extension. And I think it works for him because if he wants to go somewhere else, it's just one year, and also it gives him a chance to be like, okay, if they have something for me and something left in the tank, then they'll do it during this one year. So I could see him being on TV now. I still think his uh, beef and rivalry with the FTW after being excommunicated and removed and kicked out from the group Still have some in the tank. Hook is now wrestling. I would like to see Hook versus Cage after we start building Hook a little bit up up more. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna be a little bit surprised if uh QT Marshall versus Hook doesn't happen at Revolution.
1: It has to.
0: With the build they're going, it has to. It and fucking I feel has to. And I feel sometime after that. And
1: if Hook doesn't win breakout Star of the Year, mm-hmm. people are gonna be pissed. Harry won Breakout Star of the
0: Year for multiple people last year. Yeah. It was just a like pretty significant comeback.
1: Yeah. I voted him this year. I'm like, yo, I got to. It. Like, it's <laughs> fucking Hook, bro.
0: But uh, I feel like after that match, you could maybe do something at double or nothing. Even play off the fact that that's where uh, Brian Cage debuted. And this is uh, Hook's real big challenge for yep. him. Because yep. it's like it's somebody who had some take in your career. And you could maybe even play a little bit of doubt there with Hook and his father, like, like, you could have his father at ringside instead of on commentary. Yeah. Like, yelling into Hook, like,
1: finish him! Finish him! Like a coach. Almost. Yeah, and
0: he's just, like, almost, look like, they're, like, hesitant because it's just, like, he's also was his former mentor and, like, best friend, too, because they were all together and shit. Yep. Like, you could really have it like that after still squeezing out more matches with Cage and the rest of FTW just to get to that match yeah. with Hook. So, I'm very excited to see what this one year has for Cage. are yeah.
1: And then more... (laughs) Oh, we gotta love it. We gotta love the more Cody news. Gotta love news about Cody. And by news about Cody, we mean that he slightly hinted to Diamond Dallas Page what his plans are, but not directly.
0: Yeah, it was very vague. Very vague. So, uh, DDP basically revealed his uh, reaction to uh cody like leaving and it was actually because cody called him he went on to say cody called me two days before he said listen i'm gonna tell you something but i can only tell you so much but i know if i don't call you and tell you you're gonna want to kill me you'll be so pissed off so i have to call and let and tell you that i love tony khan he's a great guy he loves me but we're going to split up i want to go off and do something else I can't tell you about what it is right now, but I promise at some point I will. I don't want to know sometimes. You know what I mean? I want to be surprised. I gave him all of my viewpoints on everything. I don't know if you're doing this. I don't know if you're doing that. I don't know if you're doing this, but I gave him my viewpoints, and then Cody's a man. He's very successful. Uh, To me, whatever he does, I wish him the best. I hope he, uh, I hope I helped him with some of, uh, my insights to help direct him, but he's going to do what he's going to do, end quote. Yeah. This so, was, this also was consistent with, uh, what Fightful had her too.
1: Yeah. So with that said, predi- final predictions for Cody, because I, the, the time's around the corner.
2: Whoa! You're really smoking mirrors!
1: Why did you have to do that? Damn! Who's
0: grabbing her? Did testicles you guys, did you guys to get see their their that
2: John Cena ad? clip? <laughs> John Cena apparently like ten years backstage was just walking around doing Cody Rhodes' scenes. Right? Yeah, you showed me that yesterday. It's fucking weird.
1: So now I've been saying it all week. I've been saying it all fucking week. If this doesn't turn out, if he shows up at WWE, mm-hmm. and this doesn't turn out to be one fucking gigantic work. I am literally going to lose every ounce of respect for Cody Rhodes.
2: What if WWE is going to no, no, no. What if Cody Rhodes is going to WWE undercover to sabotage them?
0: Boom. That's a bit much.
2: <laughs> That's a bit much. That people say nah. to this day that Vince Russo did that. If
1: he that. goes to WWE. Yeah. After everything he just, he, everything he spilled out on WWE for over the years. Yeah. Every way he's mocked them, made fun of them, threw shots at them. Hell, one of the shots wasn't even that long ago. Nope. Oh, we're definitely not in the business of renaming people like Gunnar Buddy or whatever the hell it is.
2: Definitely. Uh, like, Cody definitely didn't just pull like, out no, the golden shovel a few weeks ago. Yeah, on. exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, um... I am literally going to lose every bit of respect for Cody Rhodes.
0: Yeah. After... I just like,
1: how are you going to talk that much shit? And then be like, I'm coming, master. As he trots. Like, bitch, please. I don't buy anything.
0: Fuck you. After, like, a couple, like, days thinking on it, I think it might be, if it is a work, a sort of Pillman situation. It's like, yo, in order for this to actually be, like, legit and to really, like, get people in it to a work, it's got to be that same thing that uh, Pillman had with Bischoff. Yeah. In order for it to actually be looked at as legit, you actually got to give me my release papers. Yeah. Because, it's like, like, we go and tell Meltzer that it's true. Everybody's going to be like, wait, they went and fired Pillman? And then I could just go and, like, start making a name for myself on the Indies or else. He has yet to show up on the Indies. But come to think about it, I remember when uh, Rey Mysterio re-signed in WWE around, I want to say, 2018. Mm -hmm. And there was a clause that he could leave within the first 30 days of his new deal if he wasn't satisfied. If it is a work and he does show up, I could maybe imagine him getting a certain cut depending on how those first 30 days goes. I don't know how their contracts are drawn up, but if he does show up there, I could see him showing up. And if it is like an actual FU, I could imagine him showing up, basically saying, be sure to tune in to AEW or something like that on Wednesday, or just proceed to bury the company on air, and then maybe actually say, okay, I want to execute my clause for the first 30 days and then just dip.
1: So here's my my thought process.
0: Oh, I think there's more to it than that. I think because that's just one scenario. Okay. Because they said that the trail's gone cold, cold in sorts of uh, news. Because you remember before WWE internally was been reported to be like celebrating and jumping up and down for joy. Yeah. They're like saying this is the first time that they've seen people celebrating this much over somebody who has yet to even put pen to paper on a contract much. Yeah. Like they said, like, oh, there has been talks since the deal was known to expire and everything. But I remember you saying it. It just seems too hypocritical to everything he He said so far and stood for that it just feels like it has to be a work just to get one more over on WWE as a sort of bitch you thought.
1: So here's my other thought process, right? If it is a work, here's what I think the work is. I think whatever the the announcement that Tony's got coming this week, which stay tuned for because we will be giving thoughts on Dynamite as well, on, our, on this previous week's episode of Dynamite as well as our second half. But this week on Dynamite, I think Tony's announcement, and it's not that far-fetched, the purchase of Ring of Honor. Right. To which I think... The owner of Ring of Honor would be like, okay, you've purchased Ring of Honor, you've purchased all the stars that currently work for Ring of Honor, including the guy that we signed just this morning, and have it be Cody Rhodes. Yeah, That's how Cody Rhodes gets into a new contract, and it's how Cody will eventually lead himself to the AEW title.
0: Because it's like, that contract clause was only permanent to my AEW contract it doesn't apply to my ring of honor contract
1: exactly
0: just the, like a like a little loophole that he's just like it's there and I could keep my word but because contractually let's, because
1: let's face it it's only a matter of time before honor no more shows up on AEW yeah only a matter of time yeah. and who better to be at the helm of honor no more than Cody Rhodes but mm-hmm. Matt Taven's in it, too. It's okay. <laughs> Matt Taven's my
2: boy. <laughs> yeah, so it's Eddie Edwards now. You're right,
1: you're right. But, any other final thoughts on this?
0: Um, No. I mean, if he does end up signing, like, a DOWE, and it turns out to be a legitimate thing, uh, I hope it's a Brock-type situation with Roman, where he's allowed to cut uh, more free promos um, and actually have, like, you know, a main event status. Like, I really think a feud for Roman is a definite feud with Rollins, Brock, like a lot of people, like you could really put him with now. Cause he's like a main eventer now, mm. but I just think it's work.
1: It's gotta be, it's, it's ca- just it's gotta be.
0: It's just, it's so, it goes against everything he's said and done to this point that I just can't buy it as anything less than a work until I see it actually happen.
1: And there, it's gotta be this, if it's this, if it's a work, bravo. Yeah. Because you really kept this on the fucking hush hush.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you actually put a lot of faith to actually give him his release papers and actually expect him to come back. Yep. Because that's how Pillman got Bish off. Hey, like, uh, I want like more of my contract. Well, I can't. You're not li- viable enough of a star to pay you more. Yeah. Okay. Well. Since you're like, since I'm not viable, and you can't find a spot for me right now, what if you actually released me? I go make a name for myself, start shooting on the company, but it's in kayfabe, make a name for myself, and then you could bring me back and pay me more. I feel it's something similar akin to that.
1: It could be, and it sounds like it too.
0: Yeah, and Cody's the type of person, we all know he's not shy to go away from a challenge. No, we know that. And since he's like, looking at a... People look at it as like, oh, you're not going to turn heel, you're not going to turn face... He's like, okay, like I may not want to turn healer face, but I guarantee I could work every single one of you. Yep, right. But,
1: that being said, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, this past week's episode of Dynamite, which was really fucking awesome.
0: Dynamite! <laughs>
1: And we're back with part two. Alright. Episode of Dynamite. Holy shit.
0: Yep. Overall, great dynamite. Yeah, over
1: yeah, as a uh, as a show as a whole. This was a very, very good episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Had a pretty good start. Everybody already in the ring because yep. it was the tag team battle royale. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically, it keeps going until, like, you know, you had. One member from whoever team they represent to fill in one of the vacant spots against uh, Jurassic Express in the tag team uh, title match in the Triple Threat at Revolution. Yep. So the teams involved were the Gun Club, FTR, Red Dragon, 2.0, the Young Bucks, the Butcher and the Blade, Best Friends, Proud and Powerful, Private Party, and the Dark Order, uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Overall, you had a lot of great teams in here. Yeah, you did. AEW just keeps, like, saying that they have the best tag team out of any wrestling company in the world right now. Yes, they they do. do. But, yeah, there is a lot going into this match. Like, the fact that uh, Dark Order, I think, or not Dark Order, FTR was in control for most of this match. Mm -hmm. They were the last team to actually have, like, two members, both members of the team, in the ring. Until one got thrown out, and it was just one of each team, and that was, like, final five. Yep. So, like, I believe FTR was literally the final six. Like, they lasted in there a minute. Yeah. They teased another match with the Young Bucks. Yep. So, that's something you could definitely see them saying we're going to have, like, in our future now. They had another face-off.
1: Well, it's like every time you put FTR and the Bucks together, magic happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You also had Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage watching from the rampway. Yep. On the stage, which is at least, at least get a good little change up. Yeah. And having them always on commentary.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, O'Reilly and Fish were in control of a lot. Which is no surprise. Yeah. No. But let's get into that juicy fucking finish. Oh,
1: my God. Here we go.
0: So, Jackson and O'Reilly. Double-team silver, dropping him out to the floor. O'Reilly quickly betwi- betrayed, betrayed, (laughs) he betrayed him, he betrayed Jackson and sending him over the top rope to the floor after faking a leg injury. Was it it Nick or Matt? Matt. Gotcha. Because they were having an alliance for most part of the match and it came down to Matt, Kyle, and uh, Silver well, been- and so far, that alliance between Red Dragon and Young Bucks in this match, they had not touched each other.
1: Yeah, until yeah. that moment.
0: Until that moment, and right when Jackson dumped over Silver, O'Reilly came out of nowhere and dumped over Matt, which, and the Bucks were pissed. But you
1: also gotta just factor in. It's pretty much a custody battle of Adam Cole at this point between the two teams. Yeah, yeah.
2: and if it was Nick instead of Matt, Nick would have been the one to portray uh, Kyle and then go, but Kyle! You know him. So, Nick Jackson is great, but... Yeah, so,
1: uh... It's it's literally the custody battle of Adam Cole. It really is. So, it doesn't surprise me that they waited till, like, the end of the fucking match to dump him the fuck over. Yeah. But, all in all, good spot. I mean, timing was perfect. Right at the end, they fucking were allianced through the whole thing up until the end. And then it just went down to business from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so now, uh... Red Dragon now have a shot at the tag team titles at Revolution. Now there's just one more spot to be filled. Just one. And I really think it's going to be the Bucks this time. Because it's really the last shot for everybody else. It's got to be. Yeah.
1: There's no one else that makes sense right now.
0: That sounds like a fire triple threat tag. Yeah. Imagine if it was Smocha Bros. also. Oh my God. God. That sounds (sighs) so amazing. But anyway, we went into... God... There's the first great promo of the night, and probably the promo of the night. MJF's like response yeah. to CM Punk and the dog collar challenge at Revolution.
1: This one, I'll be honest, I didn't know what way this promo was going to go going into this. Yeah. I'm like, is he being serious right now or is he being an asshole? And then when I heard him start Digging into like his past And he went on to say You know All of you Look at me And see this guy That was brought up With a silver spoon In his mouth And going on this whole Like you know Big spiel And then it got to the part It got to the The part that got me Was the high school Was his high school football team Yeah When He's like Oh Diagnosed with ADHD Attention deficit disorder it was kind of, you know, hard for me to make friends. Just when I thought I had that opportunity to actually make friends on the football team that I was real, I was really good at football. And the next day, a bunch of the guys from the football team came up to me and as hard as they could, full force threw rolls of quarters at me and told me to pick it up, Jew boy. I was like, at that point, I'm like, I, I think he's... I think he's serious. I'm like, that sounds deep as fuck.
0: Yeah. He was getting, like, and bruised you can, and then, from people up until that moment. Yeah,
1: up once that moment hit, you like, you can see, like, the crowd. Everyone was, like, telling their friends, like, yo, shut up. I think this is, like, real. Yeah, because like, everybody's though, like, you oh. You see the motions in the crowd, like, bro, stop.
0: <laughs> everybody's just like, oh, this is the dejected heel who thinks that he, who really believes and knows that he's beat, coming out here to pander to the crowd and all that. Yeah. To get some sympathy and try to portray Punk as like the villain here. Yeah. And the second he started actually saying that, when he said like, uh like uh, I like was really looking forward to be friends," and when I saw him came to me, they had a ang- they looked angry and they threw rolls of quarters at him at ha- as, as hard, hard as, as they, they could.
1: could. I'm just like, wow, fucking
0: wow. And like. You literally heard like the booze that was like heel heat turn into absolute like shock silence. Silence.
1: Right after, right after Jew boy left his mouth, everyone shut the fuck up.
0: It was just like, oh, that's everyone something else. Everyone
1: shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, and like it made his whole shout of, oh, we got Jews in the house, it made that feel even more significant.
1: And he was, and you could tell he was trying to like be like a little like the comical
0: relief because that was like. Because that was coming. Yeah, that was coming. But then he but, dove into punk in that yeah. day. And he's like, but it wasn't that bad because that was, like, the worst, like, that... That was the day I got
1: to meet my hero, CM Punk.
0: Yeah. And how he was, like, his hero and everything.
1: And then when he left wrestling for seven years, it, like, questioned, like, his whole fucking reality pretty much.
0: Yeah, he's like, you walked out on me. You walked out on all of us, and you start to hear, like, the crowd almost start to go, like, yeah. Like, Like yeah.
1: Like, he started to turn the crowd against Punk.
0: And the thing is, it's almost kind of true from a fan's point of view. You felt that way about Punk at some point when you heard about it.
2: I did. This might be a long shot, but could you guys possibly see them doing a double turn at Revolution?
0: Oh my God, that would be insane. But Punk
1: turns heel and
0: MJF turns face. That would be the perfect time
1: to do it.
2: It would be the perfect time to do it. If that happens, my brain will melt and I will be happy though.
0: (laughs) But also another thing, he said uh, that also made him not want to like pursue his dreams of being a wrestler as much. So he started to lean into football. He like joined all this like uh, society shit, got a scholarship, but then... He was on Instagram scrolling and saw a picture of CM Punk shaking hands with Brian Danielson and said, in that moment, I knew that if I couldn't be like my hero, CM Punk, in honor of him, I was going to be better than him to spite him. And you really heard the crowd almost start to build even more around him. And he started to dive into like, him just abandoning him and like abandoning all the fans, and, and then, said that I'm not gonna like you can whip me with the chain, you could yep. choke me with the chain because I'm not a quitter like you. And everybody just lost their shit. And at, at that, that
1: point, everyone rallied behind him, yeah. They were
0: fully behind him at and that point. And then once Punk started, once Punk came out, no, no, the one thing before that, what when he ended on his catchphrase, yep. And you actually heard the crowd say, say it with him for the first time. Yep. And then Punk came out.
1: And then everyone was kind of like, Ugh. Like, there were mild boos, but it was kind of just like awkward silence for the most
0: part. It's like, yo, what can you say to what he just fucking dropped and on P- us?
1: Punk had, like, the most what-the-fuck look on his face. And then he, go, he, he gets his- him the apron... He's goes like, in the ring and like, is it true? Yeah. Uh, is it tr- is it true? Yeah. Is this a work? Like, tell me, is this true? And you just see MJF like staring down punk. He's slightly and nodded. Slightly nodded. And, and not taking away. eyes off Punk, just walked out of the ring. And the fans booed that though. Yeah, they did. They booed yeah. they booed the, the the last part. I'm pretty sure they wanted to see MJF kick the shit out of Punk at that very exact <laughs> yeah. moment. But, yeah. but damn,
0: that was a fucking and that, great promo. And then
1: what made it even what it, what made it even more real is, believe it or not, MJF's uh, Twitter. You know how he's always an asshole. Yeah. On Twitter, he was like, "That is pro. This was probably the hardest night of my life. Thank you." Yeah. No asshole comment after that.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: No fuck you. No go fuck yourself. Nope. I was like.
0: That's uh, probably something I don't think he's ever told anyone. Yeah. Because if you heard his voice throughout that whole thing, it was almost like he knew that that's probably the biggest piece of actual information from his life. That actually is pretty screwed, but you, it it happened on the same day. And that's how you feel about it from your perspective. If it's true, why not lean into it? Exactly. I mean, that's kind of what wrestling is. It's, as they say, like, you just dialed up to 11 and shit.
1: Yeah.
0: So, man, when that promo was over, I literally just looked at it, and it's just like, fuck. I can't see Punk winning this one at all. Oh, I'm like MJF is gonna beat your ass clean in the dog collar match, and I'm rooting for him too. What the
1: hell? I was I was rooting for him, when this whole fucking feud started, I, I mean, I knew I he was gonna,
0: MJF, dude. I knew he was gonna win the first one. Uh, great, great, great match. I
1: can't stand when people fucking say, "Oh, MJF sucks." What the, What the? Who the?
0: What are you watching? No, he's the he's the best heel in wrestling right now. There's no ways about uh. it best he yes arguable I will I will argue that because he can literally talk his way into getting any match with anybody if you really think about it he can he could
1: but then there's Matt Cardona (laughs)
0: Matt Matt Cardona I'd say is the most shocker like nah. out of like the most shocker as how good of a heel he is. Matt yeah. Cart, Matt, yeah. Because we looked at him as being the greatest baby face ever. We did. And now we he's did. the most hateable wrestler in the yep. world. Bro, when I was between my ages,
2: 11 through 13, every week I wanted to be brusky of the Week. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I would have killed for
0: that shit. Yeah.
1: Anyway, moving on to the next match or segment of the card.
0: Yep. Give me one second. I really was, I was really leading into that. There's a lot to discuss. But, yes, we had a death triangle with the returning Penta. Yep. Under a new gimmick as Penta Mm Scoro versus uh, the Knights of the Black Throne. Brody King and uh, Malachi Black. Oh, my God.
1: This match. Uh, The matter of when... Just I was We had a kick ass promo Everything was cool And then we had that And everything got cooler
0: Because Buddy Fucking Matthews And also the match was oh very short God. The match was short Like it uh, ended in like a roll up and it was, like, set to, like, it, almost, like... It was short,
1: but then after seeing the debut of Buddy Matthews and that whole segment that went on, I yeah. can understand why it was that short.
0: Eh, not really. They just repackaged Penta. He had a whole new entrance and everything. And they said, like, it was, like, the darker persona of his character. I could see them
2: doing something fucking dope in the sense of if... And I mean if he's okay by then. If Ray Phoenix somehow returns on Wednesday, if we have a revolution... Death Triangle versus the House of Black. That I sounds so. great. Yeah, that'd be cool
0: as shit. Yeah. I that literally to... sounds great.
1: Pack better fucking do a blindfolded.
0: Yeah. He doesn't have to, even though he they killed made... it before they the made... blindfold. They he looked should... like a ninja. He looked like Kenshi. <laughs> exactly.
2: They should have made a worked blindfold and just have him wear it for months while wrestling.
1: Worked.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I kind of wish this match went on a little bit longer. Uh, Even though, like, it was to, like, set up uh, Matthews, I would still like to at least see, like, a... However, clean finish, because it at least would have had that, oh, the third member of the house is here to, like, literally, like, like, uh, not avenge the loss, but, to, like, make a statement yeah. and to, like, knock them down a peg to almost diminish their victory, yeah. but when he came out there and the lights turned off and turned back on, and he actually almost looked like he was going to side with them. But he need them in the face. And I'm like, yeah, no, that was going to happen. Like, that was so going to happen. You're not just going to show us a third member of the house in the background and just have somebody show up in the ring with the lights off and then make me believe that he's with the fucking good guys here. Hell no. Mm. He's here to kick their ass. However,
1: however, I don't think Buddy Matthews is staying with uh, House of Black for very
0: long. No, they tease that yeah. with, like, a little face-off of, yep. like, Malachi almost saying, like, hey, I just, yeah, I just, cool it sort of yeah. thing. Like, you're here. Great. Yeah. Focus. It's like, don't
1: think I... But then again, you see Buddy like, don't think I forgot what you did.
0: Yeah. It's just like, almost like... Long-term storytelling. Like, Buddy's the one who gave him that damn eye. And he just took it from one company to another. Yep. And now it's like, almost like, you scarred me. But now, like, since you got, like, uh, excommunicated by, like, uh, your messiah. Yeah. Now you have no choice but to join my house. Yep. So... You're going to abide by me yep. while you're here. And it's almost like a redemption arc for him. Yeah. But him going down an even darker path in order to realize that he's not in the right place sort of thing. Yeah. But they teased that feud. I was kind of against them him being in the House of Black just because I really wanted to see them feud. But they teased it, so I was with it. Yeah that tease was enough for me it made me go okay so they know that's what we want yeah so all right let's see how it goes from here i'm interested and it was also great to see him and a little surprising because they had confirmed that swerve signed and we didn't get him tonight but we got buddy matthews instead great surprise either way yeah
1: all right moving on
0: yeah from there we had another great ass promo chris jericho and eddie kingston oh my god
1: Oh my fucking god!
0: So they mentioned Triple H. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no other way to say it. Yeah, we Love got the, the
1: elephant in the room. They they mentioned Triple H.
0: Like Jericho mentioned, like how he thought that he was a jobber the first time he saw him. He called Eddie Kingston a jobber. Yeah, like he's like honestly, I thought when people were talking about this Eddie guy, they were talking about Eddie, Eddie Edwards.
2: Edwards. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then later,
2: two minutes later, Jericho just flat out called uh, Kingston uh, Edwards. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And then, like, the one spot that I liked was uh, when Eddie fired back. And, Damn, Eddie can just talk shit about anyone. Yep. And he literally, like, came to him, and he's like, oh, hey, the one line that got me, oh, hey, kid, I think you're going to be a bright star. Hit attack tag team with me. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Like, him saying, like, yo, man, like, I'm not buying into this Kool-Aid shit that you have. Like, yo, my blood's too thick for that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, yo, I want to fight. But he, the one thing that got me was, like, yo, don't give me the Chris Jericho that was in the Mimosa match. Yeah. Don't give me, uh, like, all of these other, like, examples that really felt, made people feel dejected about Jericho before in AEW, but was liked by half and... And like denied by some Had a mixed reaction Yeah But when he said like Yo Give me the Chris Jericho That was the first World champion In this company Give me the Chris Jericho Who turned WCW Upside down Give me the Chris Jericho That Levesque hated Yeah That your yeah. close, close Enemy friend Levesque hated And you literally Just heard everybody go Levesque Oh 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 shit Oh shit Oh fuck it was just like, at that point, whoa, everyone, okay.
1: At that point, everyone remembered that Triple H's real name was Paul Levesque.
0: Indeed. Yeah, because uh, to give a little insight on that, everybody knows the uh, Festival of Friendship. Yep. Vince wasn't there that day, and Triple H was in charge of, like, the booking. They have had beef since the fucking Attitude Era, but everybody, I think, for the most part, knows that. Uh, but Vince wasn't there. Triple H was in charge of, like, uh, the booking and a creative that night uh, for Raw. And there was a lot of stuff that he was thinking about cutting. And Jericho said, like, no, that's that's one of the things that has to make it work. And he straight-up denied to do it and stood by it until, like, Triple H was like, all right, like, let's do it. And he let him do it that way, and it turned out perfectly. Yep. But in several interviews, uh, afterwards, like, years later, Jericho has, like, looked back on it and just says, like, I won't say who. But at the time, he pretty much said it was like Paul. Yeah. So... Yeah, he, like
1: he he gave him the green light to do the whole segment.
0: Yeah, but he, at first he wanted to take a few stuff out. Yeah, but after a while he relented. Yeah, but damn, like there are some people who are against this feud between Jericho and Kingston. I'm still with it.
1: Yeah, it, it, I, I think it's gonna be exactly what I, it's it's set up to be. It's going to be an ass-kicking contest.
0: Yeah, but also Jericho made it personal. He did. By saying, like, I looked into you, I looked into your past. Also, he called him a street thug with yep. Kingston response. You don't even know what the hell that is. Yep. And basically saying, like, oh, like, I heard you say that you idolize your, like, your uncle. And your uncle was a failure. And, like, your father was a failure. And, like, you know, you're all idolized, like, these failures. And you just made it to the big time, like... In your late thirties and something, I was like a star, like twenties and everything. So everything that was said, you know, this shit's gonna be personal. Oh, it's gonna be fucking. And nuts. I can't wait to see it.
1: It's gonna be nuts.
0: Who has what's stronger, the spinning elbow or the spinning back fist? Yep. <laughs> Who can spin faster? <laughs> it should be a spinning you contest. You spin me right round, <laughs> baby, right? right. Well, I can't wait to watch them both go for it at the same time. Yep. Oh yeah.
1: Knock each other out. That's yeah, how the exactly. match ends. That's how the match ends. Mm -hmm. They knock each other the fuck out.
0: Yep. So, face of the revolution ladder match qualifier between FTW champion Ricky Starks and 10.
1: Yeah. 10. Yeah. Preston Vance, man. I have high hopes for that kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really do. We recently found out he
2: was uh, one of the people who arrested Becky Lynch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact indeed. Uh, I actually missed this match. Okay. So, if you guys can run down what the hell I actually happened. I missed it, too. Well, it was fairly quick. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So, like, uh, Preston went for his, like, signature, like, full Nelson after, like, a like somewhat lengthy back-and-forth exchange. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, Starks pretty much tried to fight out of it. Vance leveled him with a discus clothesline. All right. Uh-huh. And uh, an alert Starks grabbed his mask, halting his momentum, and then speared him for the win. A spear. All no right. Rojambo.
1: So now we got both Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs mm-hmm. in the in the ladder match.
0: Yep, can't wait
1: to see how that's going to turn out.
0: Yeah, next for the TBS Championship, it's Jade versus the Bunny.
1: I saw this. This was actually a pretty good match.
0: Yeah, they gave they gave uh, the Bunny at least like a lot of time to get yeah. some offense in against yep. Jade. Like Jade's actually getting some pretty good challengers now.
1: And that's the thing. The Bunny really doesn't. At least I don't see the Bunny wrestling that often on AEW. Yeah, because besides yeah. that
0: street fight she had with Penelope and uh, against Ty J, which was so damn good.
1: I mean, I know she's been on, like, Dark a couple times since then, but, like...
0: Yeah. Not but, like, an actual I program. Yeah, an actual, up, like,
1: program program. Up, yeah, but up until
2: that street fight, she, like, Rampage, every week she was on it. Every single week.
0: Then afterwards, it kind of halted, but then again, she was bloody as hell, which yeah. was uh, yeah. really damn cool. Yeah. Props but, to her, but...
1: All in all, it was actually a really good fucking match between those two. Mm-hmm. I actually thought there was a point where I thought the bunny was actually going to steal the fucking victory. Yeah. Falsies, man. They work.
2: Dude,
0: speaking of falsies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All in all, good match. Left yeah.
0: It. So uh, Jade ended up countering from uh, her attempt to go for down the rabbit hole, hit yep. jaded to successfully defend the title. And then it wasn't over yet because Ty J emerged and basically got in the face of Jade and basically said that she's her new challenger. Yep. And that's the match I think we have going for the TPS title going into Revolution.
1: Yeah, that is the match we have going into Revolution.
0: Yeah. Well, they have, I, don't, I don't know if they've announced it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the, right, the direction it, they're it, going. It's
1: the direction that's going to
0: happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of iffy on it because I'm, I'm just kinda I'm of kind of tired of seeing Ty J. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of over...
0: Not Ty J, Ty Conti.
1: I'm kind of over Ty Conti a little bit.
0: I'm not going to say I'm over her because that match with Britt Baker was great. And She's I good. loved yeah, it.
1: Yeah, It was good. I'm just saying, like, it, it's becoming a little too much. Uh,
0: it's like with like H- Hikaru I guess Hishida, what I'm with Hikaru Shida, like giving like her frustrations. I really would have loved to see Hikaru versus Jade yeah. at uh, Revolution. I really think, like... Uh, even though, like, uh, Serena Deeb's still doing that challenge, you could maybe plant seeds for that. you yeah. just have a backstage segment. At least say that's what's probably going to happen in a couple of months or so, but... I want
1: to see Abaddon on somewhere other than Dark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She is on bay for a reason. I
1: want to see Red Velvet again.
0: Yeah, like, she's been off for, like, a minute. Like, what the fuck?
1: But, Ruby. Uh, Ruby Soho.
0: But, yeah. Please. <laughs> From there, we go into Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia.
1: Oh, that was a killer fucking match. And which was the main event. It was really,
0: really fucking good. This was a match that (laughs) everybody said they were looking forward to because of the fact that how similar their styles are. Yep. And Garcia has really proven to be a real protege in the past couple of years, especially winning Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's definitely gotten a lot of credibility towards him. Also, he kind of arguably had CM Punk's best match on television because his rampage match on television was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Like well, I don't want to say best match, but one of his best matches. Cause I still yeah. love like uh I still love Moxley and Punk versus F T R. That was fucking amazing. And
2: that but, MJF match was on uh, Dynamite too. Yeah that too. Yeah. I
0: forgot about that. Yeah. Uh this just felt like a pay per view that one. For real. But uh this one felt like a pay per view too. This was technical strikes. Yes. It was it was like the most this was combat pro wrestling, motherfucker. Combat sports pro wrestling. I love what we need it. I love how Brian
2: is just now facing every single person he name-dropped to go under yes. his wing. Yes.
0: Yep. Yes. And it's, like, almost making me wonder if that's the direction they're going to go in. But, yeah, from uh, that point, it was just pretty much, like, it was, like, mostly, like, you know, the Brian Danielson show. Yeah. Yeah, there was, like, you know, tiger suplexes. There was, like, cattle mutilations transitioning from, like, hold from hold. Unlocking forearms to each other's faces just for the fuck of it. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Let's go into the finish here. The victor. Oh, the victor. Uh, well, either way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's not even telling me the specifics. So, but, yeah, um, Brian Danielson won. Yeah. yeah. Check this match out. Word. Check this match out. But I think that about does it for us tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after this dynamite with uh, Danielson going in this direction and like going down the lists, quick uh, conclusion, how do you see the whole Moxley-Danielson thing going?
2: Um, I could see them eventually teaming up temporarily and yeah. creating a faction. Okay. Which I would love to see. I don't
1: think the faction, I think mm-hmm. teaming up temporarily mm-hmm. until one of them fucks with the other one and then
0: we Simple get that yeah. 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 Here's what I got oh, and it's yeah. kind of a fantasy book that I have for it. Okay. Alright, so you have them team. You have them team a little bit more. You have like almost Brian convince uh, what's it called? Have Brian convince uh, his opponent tonight. Fuck, I just I forgot his name and I was just talking about him. Let me unlock my phone. Oh yeah, Garcia. Yeah. Have Garcia tu- uh, turn on 2.0 And actually, like, have him go to Moxley and be like, you see? Like, look, I already got one of the members to our cause already. And have Moxley almost act dejected and almost, like, act like, I don't know, the way you went about it was some sneaky shit. And then almost have him try to, like, recruit Moxley and be like, yo, what is it, yes or no? Okay. Moxley says, like, no. And then, like, you could have him stop him from leaving the ring and just say, like, you know, the one thing I've learned from going to all these places is redundancy. And just have him, like, look at him, like, so confused. Guy comes out of the crowd with, like, a mask and hoodie and starts beating the crap out of Moxley. And then literally, like, throws him up against the ropes, launches him, uppercut, And then everybody starts to lose their fucking mind, who are, like, the smarkiest of marks, actually start to lose it. Puts him in the pile of driver position, unmasks, and it's fucking Claudio. And basically, he hits him with a neutralizer and says, like... If I couldn't get you, I had to get somebody else worth talking about. What, real quick,
2: I just want to say one thing to pop them just popped in my head. I need Claudio Castagnoli versus Jeff Cobb as soon as possible inject it into my goddamn veins.
0: Yeah, but what'd y'all think about that actual conclusion to I'm the box? That, is, that awesome. is a
1: fucking amazing clue, uh, theory. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's it's something it's I want to see. Building. Hell yeah. But yeah, that concludes Dynamite.
1: Yeah, and that concludes this episode of High Side of the Ropes. Yes. So, everyone, stay clean, stay safe. Smoke responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Park at Spark. It's 420 somewhere. And you guys can insert your own weed references. I don't give a shit. Go for it. Weed. There you go. I'm Johnny Knoxville,
0: <laughs> and welcome to High Side of the Rose. I'm not really Johnny Knoxville, but please watch Jackass. Farewell,
2: everybody.